Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Thursday, August 12th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include guidance on Juneteenth and just how transitory this current inflation appears to be. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms and an excellence in firm culture by Inside Public Accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. I hope that I never go to jail because I haven't memorized a phone number since 2001. (laughs) Speaking of numbers, investors are mulling over Guild's second quarter earnings and its special $1 per share dividend. Rockets are announced later today and UWM's on Monday. I thought I had memorized all of the digits until Juneteenth came along, which I guess is more of a date. Regardless, I mention this because in meetings I've attended and calls I've been on, compliance is a big topic. And recently, the subject of Juneteenth has come up, especially considering last week the CFPB finally provided the industry some guidance. Yes, the CFPB issued an interpretive rule which provides guidance on certain regulatory Z-timing requirements related to the TILA RESPA Integrated Disclosure, TRID, rule, and to the rescission of closed-end mortgages that are based on a definition of business day that excludes federal holidays. Wells Fargo Funding posted necessary adjustments regarding the Juneteenth holiday and notice of right to cancel disclosure. Loans delivered on or after Saturday, July 31st, 2021, if the notice of right to cancel disclosure did not reflect the correct expiration date prior to closing, the seller must reopen the rescission period and provide additional documentation. Loans delivered to Wells Fargo Funding prior to July 31st, including those already purchased, Wells Fargo will reopen the rescission period directly with the borrowers. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest on jobs and promotions, products and services, and in-person events, virtual, and YouTube training coming your way, visit robchrisman.com. Everyone out there knows that supply shortages are weighing on economic output, constraining an even more robust expansion and driving up prices. If I don't have the parts to make a car or a computer, I can't sell one. June's construction report highlighted shortages of materials that were holding back new non-residential products from commencing. The ISM manufacturing index numbers from last week slipped and showed new orders easing, which could be the beginning of a return to a supply-slash-demand equilibrium. Respondents in both the manufacturing and services surveys reported significant price pressures on commodities and challenges in the labor market. July's jobs report was well above market expectations, and a closer look showed the leisure and hospitality sector accounted for nearly half of the monthly gain. Additionally, May and June's headline job gains were revised higher. The Fed continues to watch progress on employment closely, and it said it wants to see further substantial progress before it begins to taper asset purchases despite the current heightened inflationary environment. It remains to be seen if the recent spike in COVID cases due to the Delta variant will reverse these gains or simply slow a full return. normal. Inflation remains elevated. Maybe you've seen that while dining out or buying groceries and personal care items. We saw yesterday that the consumer price index rose 5.4% year over year in July, though the pace did moderate slightly from June. 
Price pressures remain broad-based, which should place upward pressure on inflation for the foreseeable future. While it can be argued that it is evidence of an expanding economy, there is no guarantee that inflation pressures will be as pronounced in coming months. The reports show that prices in categories most closely associated with the economy's reopening and supply constraints have started to ease, which does support the transitory narrative. The day's data ease fears that the Fed may soon pare back stimulus, though the inflation numbers should be taken with a grain of salt, as last year's prices were distorted by lockdowns. There is worry that President Biden's $3.5 trillion spending plan will make inflation worse. The economic agenda has passed the Senate and now awaits a vote in the House on August 23rd. Dallas Fed President Kaplan said that he supports a tapering announcement in September, followed by reduced purchases in October. Remember, talk of rate hikes and talk of tapering are two completely separate subjects. This morning, we've seen initial jobless claims for the week ending August 7th, in at 375,000, as expected, and continued claims for the week ending July 31st, in at 2.866 million. We've also received July PPI. Both headline and excluding food and energy were up 1.0% strong. Later this morning brings Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey for the week ending August 12th and a $27 billion 30-year bond auction, which will conclude the quarterly refunding. There are no Fed appearances until after the August 26th to 28th Jackson Hole Symposium, with the exception of Fed Chair Powell this coming Tuesday. The desk of the New York Fed will conduct two operations today, targeting up to $5.2 billion across 2% and 2.5% coupons. These are the last operations on the current schedule, and a new one will be released in the afternoon along with the tentative purchase amount for the mid-August through mid-September period. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse nearly an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 1.37 after closing yesterday at 1.34% on strong inflation data. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. In light of the rising frequency of human slash grizzly bear interactions in Montana, The Department of Fishing Game is advising hikers, backpackers, hunters, and fishermen to take extra precautions and keep alert for bears. They advise outdoorsmen to wear noisy little bells on their clothing so that the bears are not startled unexpectedly by a human's presence. They also advise outdoorsmen to carry pepper spray with them in case of an encounter with a bear. It is also a good idea to watch for fresh signs of grizzly bear activity. Outdoorsmen should recognize the difference between black bear poop and grizzly bear poop. Black bear poop is smaller and contains a lot of berries and squirrel fur. Grizzly bear poop smells like pepper and has little bells in it. (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Origins. With the Origins Mortgage Platform, you can offer your borrowers and loan officers a truly modern mortgage lending experience. Discover the mortgage platform designed to evolve and scale with a rapidly changing lending landscape. Visit origins.com today. That's O-R-I-G-E-N-C-E dot com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.